Hi, this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. Hi, this is Tony Tolado, and welcome to Bite here on the SFT Podcast Network. And so parenting in an apocalypse, it's, it's not the same way not that existing. we would do it, you know. You know how it works. Any views are usually two to four minutes long, but sometimes they can be a little longer. Tony, when you, when you live long enough, all kinds of strange things happen. <laughs> You're very right in saying that the Greek heroes were the original superheroes. In part because of the hopeful nature of Gene's vision, but also because of its message of diversity and inclusion. It was many, many years ago when I heard the words, Mr. Renfield uttered by Bela Lugosi's iconic Dracula. The character has been redone several times since, for horror and even comedy purposes. Perhaps we get a little bit of both in Nicholas Holt taking on the character to Nicholas Cage's Count Dracula. Thanks to Universal Pictures and EPK.TV, I have some of the cast giving their thoughts along with producer Robert Kirkman. Starting us off is Nicholas Cage as Count Dracula. From the very early age of four or five, my father would play black and white. We had a 35 millimeter projector on a screen he would put up in our living room and he would play black and white silent films and one of them was Nosferatu with Max Schreck. I mean, let me tell you something, when you see that movie when you're five in black and white with him doing those crazy things with his eyes and his fingers, that, that, le that leaves an indelible impression. It doesn't go away. And so with this movie I wanted to bring a little bit of my appreciation of the effect his performance had on me, that flavor, but also my father. My father, in his own right, was a, was a strong presence and uh, a very elegant man who spoke with a mid-Atlantic accent and impossibly intelligent. He always knew he was the smartest man of any room he walked in, so I thought, well, he, that would be a pretty good model for this character, so I'm, I was playing with that and and then believe it or not I thought you know what let's let's open this up a little bit let's let's look at some of the great uh, female performances that I think might be applicable to this version of Dracula and for some reason because of this toxic relationship that Renfield and Dracula have in this movie I was thinking about the relationship that Anne Bancroft's character had with Dustin Hoffman in The Graduate, and so she, her voice started coming into my mind, which I'm very happy about. So we have some direct um, borrowing from, yes, he does. Don't you think he looks like the kind of guy who has to find him off? Yes, he does. <laughs> There's more on Renfield, so stay tuned on Bite. Nicholas Holt is the hapless Renfield, who does Dracula's bidding. Renfield is someone who's known um, yeah, as being kind of Dracula's familiar. Um, uh, and in this story, we kind of pick up probably about um, around 100 years into their relationship. So Renfield's been working for him a long time. And to be honest with you, he's just exhausted um, with the prospect of continuing to do his, uh, his dirty work. Um, so he's worn down, he's beaten down. Um, and kind of looking for an escape or some sort of spark to kind of return to his normal life and what he misses. The brilliant thing was that they actually gave me time to prep. So I came down a few months before we started shooting and, and um, Chris kind of really, you know, asked a lot of me and expected a lot, but in a way that meant that I could really 
you know, jump in and, and try and learn all these kind of uh, fight sequences and kind of parkour-y sort of moves and stuff that um, hopefully in the film ends up being something that makes it special and, and um, brings the character to life in a different way. Aquafina is Rebecca, who's caught in the middle of the vampire and servant toxic relationship. There's always a line, and when you cross that line, um, you either just like, just, or just like anything goes. I think this is definitely an anything goes, like arms being ripped off. I didn't really understand how we'd be doing that. You know, I, I've come off a lot of movies where we work a lot with like green screen and things like that. But then on this one, you literally just see decapitated arms. Just like, there's like, bring in the arms, and there's like arms on a tray. So it's like, the things that you think would maybe be green screen or special effects are just practical. I hope that they take away that, um, you know, th this kind of like new modern day take on these characters, but also about what it, what it means to be in a toxic relationship. Um, and, and also uh, what it means to, to maybe get, get, get a second chance, you know? Um, the redeemability of these characters are going, going to ultimately be based on what the audience thinks about them. So, you know, how much they deserve a second chance. I hope the audience feels like they do. Adrian Martinez is Chris. So when you look at Chris, you got to look at uh, Rebecca, who Nora's playing. Because um, Rebecca's all about making a difference. Let's do this. Let's really take on the world. Let's bring down the Lobos. You know, they've been running this town. They're slime. I can't stand them. Let's really kick some ass. And Chris is more like, you know, maybe we should eat first. Shora Agashvi plays Bella Francesca Lobo. Well, who is my character, Bella? It's not hard to describe her. Uh, she is, in, in my humble opinion, a self-righteous being who always thinks never thin enough, never rich enough. Ben Schwartz is Teddy Lobo. I am a gentleman who is doing a bunch of coke and killing a bunch of people immediately. There is no, there is no prologue to this character. It is straight off to the freaking like nonsense races. Uh, so to that end, it was very exciting. I've always wanted to do that. I love watching Batman and watching Batman for like Joker and stuff like that. So the idea that I can play someone that's a little unhinged and, and, and bad and uh, even his intentions when he's trying to be good at something as good at killing or good at doing drugs, uh, it was a blast. It was so fun. And to play it on this scale is such a fun thing. One of the producers is Robert Kirkman, who talks about the film's balance of horror and comedy and Nicholas Holtz, Renfield. The whole movie is is balancing on a razor's edge of having the stakes be real and having the action be real and also being funny. And I think all of that kind of lives and balances in Cage's Dracula, which has to be scary, has to be threatening, has to be formidable, but at the same time does strike that balance of being incredibly funny. I don't know exactly how he pulled it off, maybe just because he's amazing, but it was very impressive. We were unsure that we would be able to find somebody that would be able to pull off the comedy and the character turn of, of you know, the transition he goes through over the course of the movie, but also be able to handle all the fighting and things. And uh, he trained so much uh, and, and just, you know, worked on those scenes so extensively uh, for months before we were filming. Uh, that was really impressive. And uh, uh, the way he pulled it off, I didn't know the guy was an action star, but uh, apparently the guy's an action star, so that's really cool. Look for Rainfield at a theater near you. This is Tony Talato for Bite. <laughs>